0: You are listening to the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network exclusively on TalkZone.com. You're listening to Your Competitive Advantage, and I'm your host, Tom Tubergen. We're wrapping up a discussion this morning with Ken Pash from the Penn State University Smeal College of Business about entrepreneurs and the issues of good leadership. Why is self-introspection such a threat to so many people in this kind of a managerial ownership position?
1: Oh my gosh, I think it starts from when I was a kid and mom told me how great I was. (laughs) yeah so heaven forbid I'd want to prove mom wrong right? that's right I mean she's mom I can't go against mom (laughs) so I think one of the real problems is just that it's hard for us to really accept that maybe I'm part of the problem you know I'm I'm so good at some things like we're talking about the entrepreneurs I'm so good at these I must be good at everything right (laughs) I got news for everybody we're all human we all have limits we all have issues that we're probably pretty good at we all have other issues that we need to grow at.
0: And you know, I think it would be kind of interesting if we could just simply get some of our listeners to understand that, okay, so you don't have to admit you're part of the problem, but you can certainly make a decision to be a part of the solution.
1: Absolutely. And if that part of that solution requires me to take a look in that mirror, so be it. And because I, if we make the assumption that everybody wants the business to, to be successful and to grow forward and to do all those great things, then I'm part of the business, so why can't I grow too?
0: And, and I think helping them to visualize that successful business involves a couple of things. First of all, everyone that's part of that organization is going to interpret success in a different way. In other words, the leader at the top is looking at this and saying, you know what, i got to sell a million dollars this month. That would be one of my metrics on my path towards success. Whereas somebody else further down the food chain in the organization is looking at this and saying, forget the million dollars, I just want to make sure I get my paycheck next week.
1: That's right. And I think that's exactly right. And that talks about, that goes right back to that discussion we were having earlier about knowing where you- You are, and your people are, because a lot of people are there just for the paycheck. Now, I will tell you that it's my contention that in some of the better-run organizations that the paycheck is secondary to many other issues for most people. There are people there. it's a job, I'm doing it to put food on the table or whatever else I need the money for, and that's all it is. But I don't believe that that's the vast majority of people. None of us are going to work for free. We can't. We've got uh, kids to feed and a roof to pay for and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, you know what? I don't work just for money, that's for sure. I wouldn't put the kind of time in and the effort I put in if I was just doing it to get that paycheck. There's no way. I work for the self-satisfaction. I work for the, the end results. I work for the, the, the smile on the people's faces at the end of a great project when they know that they were part of this. Why do people play these sports? You were talking about the competitive nature of people. Why do people play sports? Because they love it when things go well and they work together as a team and you name it. So I think there's a lot of other components to it that if the leader really understands how these people are motivated, they can get them to that point where they are more intricately organized with the business and ready to do what it takes to take the business to the next level. And it's not just because they're getting a paycheck, but it's because they're going home at the end of the day and say, hey, that was pretty darn good.
0: Let's talk a little bit about this average entrepreneur who knows everything there is to know about manufacturing widgets and let's say that um, he's listening to this program right now and he's saying, you know what, that sounds a lot like me I'm really good at making widgets but I don't know diddly squat about running this business and I sure don't know I'm sure open to some suggestions on how I can compete better with the rest of the companies that are making widgets What's the first step he needs to take?
1: Well, the first step is he's already taken it, he or she because he's realized that he or she can grow too. And I think that's the first step. Like when you talked about it, that introspection, uh, whether it's the 12-step process for uh, Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever it is, uh, that first step is to recognize, hey, I've got some things I should do. And so that entrepreneur has already taken that first step just by listening to your show each week and then realizing there are ways to make it better. And so how do we do that? How do we go through that process? Well. I think what we realize, those of us that do this for a living, is that sometimes i got to stop that merry-go-round to grease the wheel. I just had lunch today with a guy who told me that in the last year, he has spent $50,000 on what we might call continuing education, where he has gone around the country getting the information that he needs to serve his clients. And these ideas that others have, he didn't. And so sometimes we've got to recognize that wherever we are in our educational process, uh, it never ends. We all need to be lifelong learners. We, whether or not we love to go down to the library and pick up a book and read it, or you pick up a book on CD, or you download it to your MP3 player, or whatever you do, maybe you start that process just by picking up a book about the topic that you're dealing with. And maybe then you go to the next level. You find an organization that's producing and sponsoring seminars that that help me understand how to do this kind of stuff better. And I go through, and from a reputation perspective, I figure out, and I talk to other people that say, hey, how have you done with XYZ Corporation that helped you grow your business?
0: Ken, thanks for stopping by and sharing with us some very deep insight regarding business owners and leadership skills. We've been talking this morning with Ken Pash, an expert in leadership and management skills at the Penn State University Smeal College of Business. If you want to contact Ken regarding all of his expertise in leadership and management, please visit our show page where we're going to have all of his profile and his contact information available for you. So that brings us to the end of another show. Be sure to tune in next week Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time when we'll discuss the information that you need to know and why it's important to you. That's next week Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time exclusively on TalkZone.com. Our show today has been brought to you by TopSportSupplies.com. Whether it's the remote wilderness or a remote corner of your backyard, it's your adventure. Your competitive advantage has been produced by the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network. J.C. Whitelaw is the producer and communications director. Rachel Lanster is the editor. My name is Tom Tubergen. And for everyone at the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network, saying so long, everyone. Have an awesome, successful week. And I'll see you right back here next week, Tuesday morning, at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You're listening to TalkZone.com.